Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, boys and girls. I am Hunter here, recording out of Reno, Nevada. I've got Colin over in Seattle. Colin, how you doing, sir? Oh, it's good. It's been uh, raining all day, so that's pretty much normal. That's uh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah, because it's Seattle, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've heard that, but I, I hear it again, and I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> Are the yeah, rumors true? It's weird. It's like it rains here a lot during the winter. Cool. A- anyway, <laughs> and I <laughs> and uh, we've got Scott here uh, out in uh, Denver. Scott, how you doing, sir? Dito. Oh, good. Thanks. <laughs> God, you were so unbelievably white. He's he's, he- he's hanging out with Peyton Manning. Yeah. Oh God, get the fuck Peyton Manning right now. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm a huge Panthers fan. I just congratulations, Peyton. You have the same amount of rings as Eli. Which is a good thing, because fucking Eli, if he had more ring. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, we just like had a chat. I was like, dude, your forehead's huge. He's like, thanks. <laughs> That's pretty much all we talked about. That's uh, all you just got to talk about with him. How can you not like, just stare at his big forehead like when you're talking to him? <laughs> it's like, excuse me, Peyton. He's like do you part put like wax on that? He definitely <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get his hairline starts like well into like the top of his head. But yeah. he still somehow like makes it so like it just looks like he has a crew cut. It's like still just like the perfect military cut. Like, oh man, his, his stylist is a genius, dude. That guy is so black. Okay, so I just. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so just real quick, I'm sorry about the Super Bowl. Did anyone else think it was really horish when he was just like, they're like, Peyton, what are you going to do now? And he's just like, oh, I'm going to have go have a couple of Budweiser's and have some Papa John's. I'm like, dude. Oh, yeah, I got to make that ad money. Yeah. I'm like, come, I'm like, come on, man. You know, he, he knows he's not collecting a paycheck next year because he's out of the NFL. He's like, I'm going to collect them them checks. Keep, yeah, keep giving me them checks. <laughs> dollar, yeah. dollar bills, y'all. I made so much money off of that just to say know. that. That guy's like... That guy's like should be like the mascot for capitalism. <laughs> uh, seriously, dude, seriously, man, and and we've got our special guest here. Uh, oh, are we, are we doing the podcast? I'm sorry, I didn't know. We're, okay, <laughs> just kidding, Hunter. I'm just kidding. You just this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our special guest Kyle out in Pismo Beach. Kyle, how you doing, my friend? Oh, you know, just like chilling, like a bill. In. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, this is off to a great start. Good job, everybody. <laughs> so, so, so we're here. God damn it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, and I, I, I'm in a, a world grande, like Central Coast, California. <laughs> Kyle, have you ever been to Compton before? Uh, not that I remember. I mean, I've driven like, you know, past on the freeway, but like never really been been through town now. Mm. Oh yeah, there's just too many black people there, right? So you stay away from there. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have like when I was a kid, but like too long ago to remember. I was gonna say because you grew up in uh, you you grew up in that area. Not yeah, but like Compton but... is like South Los Angeles, you know, and I lived in North Los Angeles in the Valley, South Central. Yeah, right. a- so aka the white part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, an Armenian and Jew. <laughs> yes. Don't be racist against the Armenians. I, that's my bad. I apologize to any Armenian listening to I completely. So, so, so you're so you're saying so you're saying basically that 
um, the closest you've gotten to Compton is like playing GTA San Andreas. Is that is that pretty much what you're talking No, about? no. At Taft High School, I I played basketball there, like you know, in the in a rec league, and there were a lot of you know shady looking brothers there. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, I grew oh up in Canoga Park, and I had some black neighbors as well. I would, you know, hang out with them. And he went to Canoga High. I, if I went to that, not Canoga High, Canoga Elementary, if I would have gone to that elementary school, which is where I actually lived, then I probably would have met more brothers in my time in Los Angeles. Well, you you would have been like the one white dude in the class, pretty much. Yeah, a lot of Mexicans as well. That'd been chill. Yeah, but you know, my my mom like made friends with other white moms, and then I went to a little bit whiter schools. So, oh man, that's pretty wonderful. Um, <laughs> that, that'd be a way better movie than Straight Outta Compton was. Oh man. Okay, so so we're gonna kind of combine a couple things here. So as we, so we're here to review Straight Outta Compton, and I'm gonna look. It, it's I'm gonna try to keep myself in check a little bit here, but I will just say um, this is one of the best films of 2015. I couldn't believe how incredibly well done this movie was. Now, the fact that the Oscars uh, absolutely fucking screwed this movie pretty much in every way humanly possible uh, blows my mind, but. Um, Didn't they give credit to like the one white writer? <laughs> yeah, for screenplay. Yeah, but, like but... there was like one Jewish white writer, and they're like, you know what? That one white guy, he was probably the best reason about Straight Outta Compton. Let's give him an award. Wow, I didn't know. What that a that's joke! The only, only nomination was that. Yeah, wow. I, I read that the other day, and I was like, whoo boy, there is some merit to all this hatred right now about the Oscars. Yeah, it, it, and look, and I'm and I'm sorry. Like I know people that like. Music biopics almost seem like almost destined to just be like you know it, it's Oscar bait. I understand that, but man, you want to talk about a movie that fucking deserved the Best Picture nomination? It was straight out of Compton, and you can make a good case at least for a Golden Globe for several of the actors in this movie. So, <clears throat> do you think so this was the most egregious uh, admission from the nominations? The straight out of Compton for Best Oscar for, this for Best year, Movie. Or what about I, Michael B. Jordan for Best Actor? Damn. I I would say the biggest egregion is NWA for Best Picture and Creed for, for Original Screenplay. Because the fact that Ryan Coogler did <laughs> not get a nomination for Best Screenplay for Creed is goddamn ridiculous. So, I... Yeah, they... Both those movies got screwed, but again, I'm gonna try to keep that in check, but... Um, Basically, so of course this movie is the biopic of N.W.A., which, to be totally honest, I never thought I would see, uh, at least not this early. Um, what's crazy about N.W.A., um, we were all, like, real young when N.W.A. came out. I think we are all, like, four, or, like, Scott was, like, you know, like, not born. He was, like, a egg or whatever, but... Like, <laughs> yeah, but, like... I was an egg. <laughs> I'm not four years older than Scott. Damn it! <laughs> or wait, am I? Damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. Really? Yeah, we no, no, are. No, you're three. I think you're three. Oh, three. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, everybody, fuck. relax. <coughs> Calm Just down. Settle down. I'm the young okay. buck of this group. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and, and believe me, it shows sometimes. But like, <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, like, the rap group NWA, they really rep the sports teams well. I mean, we got the Raiders, the yep. Dodgers. Not as great. <laughs> I, I, I saw I saw some white socks there. They like they like the white and black. You know, the, the, those they are kind of like their main colors. But there was a lot of Dodgers there. They they created a lot of Raiders and Dodgers fans, wouldn't you say? Like just single, like oh, single handedly as a group, and like their influence on the on South, Southern LA. And like they totally like you know the fans would especially Raiders like buy the shit up of that merchandise. And, like, they didn't really get compensated at all. They got a bunch of free gear, like, you know, through the Raiders. But, I mean, that was it. Like, they didn't get any, like, money off the Raiders at all. So yeah, they should have. <laughs> so, so I will just say right out the bat, um, F. Gary Gray. Um, and if you don't know that name, you really should. Because he, um, he directed... Uh, Ice Cube's one of Ice Cube's maybe his best music video. Uh, it w- it was a good day. He actually directed that, and then of course he's the director of Friday, which is a fucking awesome movie. Um, and he's actually doing Fast Eight uh, coming up. So um, yeah, and he he's he's real handsome in his picture too on IMDb. He's got his, like yeah. little. He's just grabbing his chin. He's got a nice stash. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Ice Cube throughout his career has always been very underrated. I could not agree with you more. Um, Death, um, Ice Cube's second album, uh, Death Certificate, which is still probably his best album, you could probably make the argument, is universally recognized as one of the best rap albums of all time. But hmm. <coughs> And what about Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood is, I remember I saw that when I was like, oh god, I think I was nine when I saw that, because my mom... Cause you know, Mama Hunter, she didn't want me to like. She didn't just go like, "Oh, you're not gonna watch a lot of black movies," even though she did. Um, <laughs> even though Boys in the Hood is a great movie, uh, so set off. Anyways, but um, with this film, I don't know about you guys. I really didn't know what to expect going into this. I was really curious how far they would go with this movie. And to the credit of the film, man, they went. They went much deeper into NWA than I thought they would. To, to be to, to to be totally honest with you, I thought they would kind of yeah. They were, went in the Shug Knight too and Death Row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and for anyone who has any basic knowledge of music, uh, Shug Knight is no joke. Shug Knight is fucking terrifying. And whenever Shug <laughs> Knight was around in this movie, I was sitting there like, oh, this is bad. Like this is so goddamn bad. I mean, this is the guy who had men. Or I think he did himself uh, hold Vanilla Ice outside of a fucking like over a balcony off a balcony until he signed over the royalties for Ice Ice Baby. So like, yeah, Sugar Knight is horrifying. And whenever, <laughs> like, and this guy who played Sugar Knight, um, oh man, I have his name, R uh, R Marcos Taylor. Um, whenever he's around, I was just like, yeah. oh boy. And, and he's a total out of nowhere, right? Like, he's not been anything big. Everyone was unknown. I didn't know any of them. Yeah, everybody's yeah. unknown in this thing. That's what's impressive, I think, about this is these actors, man. Like, R. Marcos Taylor, like, whoever this dude is playing Suge Knight, like, that dude was good. Like, there was a lot of good people in this. Corey Hawkins, who played. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Corey Hawkins played just one of the. Uh, um... 
Dr. Dre, I thought he was awesome. And then yes, he was. O'Shea Jackson uh, Jr., who is actually Ice Cube's son, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. That you are correct. Um, he was really good. Not to mention, he looks exactly like him. So. Yeah, that Dude, was a o- perfect casting. That O'Shea, was, yeah, perfect. O'Shea could have gotten like an underdog uh, Oscar nomination. He was that totally. good. Like He, he was really that was. good. Like He was seriously that good. I don't know if... Honestly, like the way the Oscars work, like these motherfuckers are like so like it's like a big club, right? Like you have to be like in the industry for a long time. And that's why this these like these awards are stupid, man. Like O'Shea Jackson Jr., you have to consider him like his role was probably one of the best acted roles in any movie this year. That's what I think. Like I I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I, I really do. It, it's a rare rarity for first time actors, kind of, you know, to get Oscar nods. Absolutely, and that's and it's a shame too because. But you know what? This guy hopefully will get his because he's he seems like he can act. Hopefully, it's not just him playing his father that's you know, getting him all the attention right now. Yeah, but I mean, jumping in here, uh, the movie starts off with a confrontation with a. Uh, Easy E played brilliantly by Jason Mitchell, who again is another really, for the most part, unknown actor. And uh, cops end up raiding the home, and the scene is intense with Easy E trying to escape the house. I was like, and that's a movie starts off. That's, a, that's like the first ten minutes. I was like, God damn movie. Okay, like this is what you're in for. And so it really does chronicle, you know, the the rise and fall of NWA and. Um, I'll just say right now, you want to talk about a movie that was, uh, uh, sound in the background. Uh, you want to talk about a movie? Those were aliens. Was, They're listening uh, in. Oh man. Oh, well, welcome aliens. Um, but you want to talk about a movie that was not only horribly intense, but I think the thing that really set this apart, and I'm going to say right now, it's my favorite music biopic of all time. Uh, with the exception of uh, Walk Hard, Dewey Cox story. You know, those are just in different hemispheres. You know, Rock, Walk Hard was satire, and then, like, Straight Outta Compton was, like, basically a documentary. Kyle, you, I, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare ever rate those in the same category ever again, Hunter, you damn fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter, don't you ever make a joke again. <laughs> yes. I like, is... Kyle is so Peyton Manning, dude. This guy's the sheriff. Just yeah. coming in, spurs on both knees. Just like, wow, what's Kyle. going on in here? Colin, did you say spurs on both knees, really? <laughs> God damn it. He's, Hunter, he's... we knew what he meant. The, the, the message was nice. The, yeah, the, I like the... Kyle's blind uh, defense of me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I think, uh, to go back to the movie review, that is what we're doing here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking wild card. Oh, man. You know, L.A. during the <coughs> 90s and late 80s was fucking crazy, man, with the, the crack infestation and, you know, the riots, the Rodney King, shit like that. You know, black people were really being targeted and, like, you know, th- this music movement, you know, branched off from that. Yeah, I really. I feel like I got like a like a uh, kind of peek into the world that they had to live in uh, at the time. Um, so that was kind of like eye opening in a way. And I don't, I don't know why I, I situation. I'm sorry, say what? 
Um, it, it's almost like a Nazi Germany where like you just get stopped for no reason and like they like search you. It's like what? Right. To, I, yeah. It's like one thing. Like as like a white male to hear that happen and know that it's happened. Another thing to like see it and just to realize how defenseless they were <laughs> in those certain situations and stuff. So. It was just yeah, kind of interesting to see that side of it, for sure. It's like, you know, sometimes I have some pot on me, and, like, you're just going to search me for no reason. It's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm getting my high on. Folk. Jesus. This is a fucking plant, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I have been just walking here. Jesus. Well, well I mean, look, I mean, I, I've shared with Colin a couple times that, you know, we... Uh, that I've definitely been, you know, stopped, and I know there's been times that me and Colin and Nikki have maybe gone out for a drink or whatever, and I feel, you know, those looks. I mean, it sucks. It's not ever something you really get used to. And I thought something that this movie did a great job of depicting is that not only was it a problem then, but it's a problem now. And it's really funny that this movie comes out at a time where racial tensions are maybe the highest they've ever been, you know, with Ferguson and, you know, the fact that you can wear a hoodie and get shot now. And it just, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. Oh, it's and not think, the highest it's ever been, but yes, yeah, it's, it's like a lot more exposure for sure. Yeah. Oh, more. Okay. That, that's, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting, we're getting to a tipping point, I think is what's happening because like Rodney King was the tipping point back, you know, like in the early nineties. Right. And it was, you know, started, you know, a lot of change, which was good, but like, we're getting there, I think, is kind of what you're saying, right, Hunter? Like, yeah. It's, it's, and it, obviously yeah. it depends on the area you live in because, like, sure. there's still, like, a lot of racial sections in the country. But, like, where I am in, like, you know, small town California, it's, like, very, like, open to different races and stuff like that. But with other I remember places, it, was, it was crazy when they stopped that Orioles game uh, last year. They couldn't play, yeah. they couldn't play at home because the Orioles, uh, the black community in Baltimore had, like, you know, right or not rioted, they did a peaceful march in front of the, um, I mean, not everybody was peaceful. There was some bad shit too, but yeah, yeah. yeah Baltimore wasn't great, but yeah, I mean, it was an empty baseball stadium and they played a game. Yeah. They played in front of nobody. Right. They wouldn't let fans come in. They were like, there's going to be bad shit happens in this, in the stands if we let people in. Cause there's, we don't have enough police. You can't police that. Yeah, and, and I and I, I think it really, you know, it, it speaks to just how things are currently. I mean, look, I mean, they're they're better than they were, you know, in like the 60s or something like that. But, I mean, just because of social media and the fact that, you know, everyone has a camera on their phones now. Like, we're getting more exposure to stuff that was pro- definitely happening back then. It's just more prevalent now because of our technology and everything. And it really just kind of speaks to... And look, not every black person who's, like, stopped or arrested or anything like that is innocent. That's clearly not the case. But, I mean, I shared this story, I think, a couple weeks ago that I got stopped walking home, you know, a couple months ago. You know, and I'm in a three-piece suit and I get stopped and I'm out in the cold for a half hour. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous, you know. And then on Sunday night, like, two days later, I got stopped again. It's just like, this is bullshit. And it's just really... (coughs) Yeah, being a black man is, like... It, people have no idea like what they go through just like walking down the street like yeah they think every black man probably that is in their 20s has like been stopped by the police i'm sure 
I, th- I thought it was cool, like in the the musical aspect that like they were able to voice that, but yes. in, in like I don't know, just think like listening to it now, uh, we weren't really like listening we weren't listening to this at the time that it came out so we can kind of like write it off as like oh yeah they're just selling records or whatever but to see that like there was meaning behind the lyrics and like the reason for them to stand out and kind of say enough is enough is kind of like i like that behind the scenes look to be able to see like what they had to go through on day-to-day basis and how that like directly affected their music Mm -hmm. yeah and and I gotta say, man, oh my god, you wanna talk about the music, the musical performances, when they go into the musical performances, I was absolutely amazed at how well done uh, everything was, as far as, like, there's a point where they, um, during Detroit, I believe, and they go, and they go in the fuck the police, which I thought... Oh, that's was, the best part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm like, this is insane. Like, I was like, holy... That's how it was. It's great. And, like, I like how they showed, uh, actual video footage of back in the day like at like yeah. parties they were thrown and stuff like that and like it was no exactly like that like <laughs> this I remember is no the best part was the best part I was watching this movie with Nikki and like all of a sudden like after they got famous they were all just like fucking a bunch of bitches in a hotel room as a, <laughs> you know uh, as a rap group does yeah you know, that's just that was what awesome. they do so they're just like, and the camera's just going through this party, and there's just dudes just like railing girls on the pool table and the couch and whatever, and a bunch of people just like hanging out, like, oh yeah, they're having sex, whatever, and like smoking and doing drugs, and like Nikki's just like, are they all fucking themselves? I'm like, yeah, that's the, what they're doing at their party. Like that's hilarious. I mean, I found it really funny that um, so that's one of the best scenes in the movie. So these two. Uh, black guys roll up like yeah is uh whatever her name is in there and easy e because and that's one thing i gotta say easy e like um easy e's verse in straight out compton is one of the best rap verses in any song ever it, it's it's hard it's raw and easy e is he's so charismatic and yeah so when he was getting his persona in the in the booth you remember when dre was trying to bring it out of him yeah, I, I absolutely love that scene. But in the hotel when he's like, yeah, she here, the first thing Easy does is go to the bathroom, find the guy. He's like, yeah, we got some people trying to roll up. And Easy he, he lifts the mattress up, pulls out this ridiculous gun, like, <laughs> like it's nothing, and then runs out in the hallway of a hotel. Oh, yeah, all, all three of them just gun up and, like, just face these guys down. Yeah, like, it was nothing. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it, he, he did not even think about it. And it, it's, oh, my God, it's crazy. How that good man. is that actor, Jason Mitchell? Yeah, he, he was incredible. The dude that plays Easy e yeah. I mean, and, and, and one guy we have not talked about, we have not talked about the man who plays uh, Jerry Heller, who's, like, their first manager, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Who was wonderful in this? Holy shit! You want to talk about? Jeremy? He was the biggest name in the whole movie. Yeah, easily. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was great, but I mean, I, I like the the other actors better. Like for they just, just for, their, for their roles, you know, because like they were, you know, the, the rap stars, of course. He was just he right. he, he's, he filled that like kind of like almost skeezy kind of manager role. Yeah, you know he was I mean? the bridge like, to like selling it to the white executives and like. 
sell it to white culture. Exactly. He's just kind of like, oh, we got to have that man, white manager, you know. But <laughs> yeah, he, like the, he, the scumbag rat of a manager, like, represents yeah. all of the white race. I love exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Ser- seriously, though. I mean. We and, deserve and, it. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah our forefathers nice. weren't super awesome no i'm just kidding. but like well, by the end of like dr dre like finally leaving like even like suge knight he was just like yeah i just want to be on my own now like i can do this shit <laughs> like you guys don't do, actually do much i have all the talent like, yeah he's, he's saying yeah he's like you know who produces your your stuff oh i do oh who cuts it up oh yeah i cut it up like yeah. who who, who does all the the editing and stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh wow. Or is like recruiting performers. Like, <laughs> I love that at the end. Like, it just like proved that like Dre was like pretty much the smartest. And like Ice Cube, I, I say to a certain extent as well. This movie yeah. felt like this movie felt like a Scarface <laughs> type of movie to me. Like where it was, you know, I mean, like that big like rise it wasn't even a rise and fall but it was like a rise to uh like fame and power and and you know just being something in the industry of it was it was a is that cool story um that happens i mean there was definitely the fall with like the way easy e's life turned out he didn't have a great run of it obviously like no spoilers but like and that's that just that's another testament to like Dude, Jason Mitchell, this dude that plays Eze, he was really good, and he like actually like I didn't think this movie was gonna be like emotional and like like a real movie. I thought it was gonna be kind of cool and fun, but it was actually like a real good like drama like biopic. It was like I, I thought it had a lot of uh, good parts in it. Yeah, especially yeah. with like Ice Cube, he like splitting up and doing his own thing, and like yeah, just jumping on what you're saying. The Acting was just like I don't I don't know why I, I don't I wasn't surprised I guess but it's just because I hadn't heard of these guys before they just stepped up. Yeah, I mean the 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 movie did a really good job of showing not only how they were like brothers and there's that scene where Dr. Dre loses someone close to him and they all kind of drop their you know their manly uh, demeanors and go like look I've lost this person too I've lost this person that was heavy boy that was super heavy I know and I was sitting there I was like god damn I was like movie you're giving me the feels and it like and I will just say where Easy e ends up uh, where Jason Mitchell has to take his performance man I I was sitting there just in tears I was like oh my gosh and it's just in the movie it just hits you It, it hits you gut punches so many times and then there's this point where Easy E finds out something about uh, Paul Giamatti's uh, uh, Jerry, and they have this like man, like this this face to face conversation, and it really is on Jason Mitchell to carry you know at least half that scene, and he fucking knocks it out of the park when he has to get intense with Paul Giamatti, and you're just like, wow, these guys are just you know this is like the most beautiful like back and forth you could see between two actors it's it's so well done across the board um to be honest if just kind of get to final thoughts here if i had a complaint um they go a lot into easy e's life because it's easy e you know and unfortunately um i'm sorry this is this is a spoiler but if you don't know this you don't know music i don't care 
um, he's no longer with us. So they're really able to kind of get into what happened with him. And I knew that going in. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, I mean, they touched on Dre a lot more than I thought they would in the cube too. But they, if you look a little deeper, you know, you know, Dre had has had his run-ins with women stuff like that, and so has Ice Cube, and they really do nerf a lot of that because it's like, well, they're still around, and you know, Dre, you know, he. he Brother's still selling headphones. Nick wanna make him look bad. <laughs> but, but 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 you know what I mean though? Yeah. Because I mean he he just sold beats for a billion dollars. Like you really think they're gonna like bad him out Dr. Dre. So I mean, there is a lot of it that they skew from because, you know, it's Dr. Dre. So that irritated me a little bit. But with that said though, this well, this, would, this... would you want all your dirty laundry like in a movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean I, I You're just I, looking I, for accurate. Yeah, I'm just looking more for accuracy, you know. Yeah. So I, that dude focus. sold Beats by Dre for a billion dollars to Apple. Yeah, what? Yeah, what? he's a billionaire. Oh man, yeah, I wouldn't mess with him. Yeah, exactly. Billion I mean, dollars can buy a lot of legal litigation. Yes, it, yep, yes, it can. And 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 look, and I'm I'm and just royal, there. Lots of royalties. You know, I mean, and, you know, everyone talks about you know Quincy Jones and Rick Rubin. Uh, Dr. Dre is one of the best producers in the history of music i mean you look down his list of what he's you know i mean just just a mark out moment for me when he's doing the the beginning of the beat for uh uh for uh nothing but a g thing i was kind of like i was like ah i was like okay i'm like that's pretty like just as a big hip-hop uh fan i was like that's pretty fucking cool so i mean you get little moments like that that are really pretty amazing. Even though the guy they got to play Snoop Dogg looked nothing fucking like him, and that really bothered me. Well, he was <laughs> so just that, tall and skinny, you know? It, it, he looked nothing like him, like, at all. Just kind of like, all right, movie, sure. Yeah, but, um, yeah dude, but, it's just like all pioneers of West Coast rap, you know? It's just like really heavy bass, and just like, you know, rapping about smoking weed, and like, you know, hooking up with women, and like, you know, drinking, <laughs> shit like that. It's just like really good times. It's just like, <laughs> just like kind of California style, you know, like <coughs> most definitely, but um, also, so, yeah. So, but um, <laughs> but with that said, though, um, you know, and I, I was gonna kind of do a whole podcast on this, but you know, I think we can kind of talk about it here. Um, the Academy should be ashamed of themselves for not giving this movie more recognition. Um, it is absolute bullshit. Um, it, it, this is an absolute piece of fucking art that was made, and it's a goddamn shame that we need something like the BET Awards or the Spirit Awards, something like that, to uh, go ahead and actually give this movie the recognition it deserves. And Stacey Dash going on Fox News saying, oh, we don't need Black History Month and all that. Fuck you. Like, there's no goddamn reason to say something that fucking stupid. This movie was incredibly well done, and everyone who is in this movie should be incredibly proud of the work that they contributed to. And it's nice to see young black actors in a movie that doesn't have Tyler Perry's name attached to it. So um, with all that said, um, this was a fan-fucking-tastic for me. This is one of my favorite films of 2015. It's just a matter of where how high it's going to be on the list. I thought this was incredible. Um, Colin, your thoughts, sir? Preach! <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, that was amazing. Uh, I, I love everything you said. That was that was cool. A lot of people. Um, I hope the Academy listens to our podcast. They fuck the you know, Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> they they should they should hear uh, they should hear that from an intelligent Honestly, young movie watcher. Honestly, why would I want a statue that looks like a dick? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. gay. That whole damn award show. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so glad you said all that and it it does kind of change the topic of the um the podcast. And I I totally agree with you. I can't believe the um, you know, the the way the Academy Awards are going. It's definitely a step backward. And I thought America was going forward. Apparently, you know, not hey, in every aspect. Honestly, all, all that matters is just that paycheck, you know. When it comes, yeah, to, that's what when sucks. It comes to acting, it's just all based on like a few like judges, you know. Yeah. It's not like sports where there's an actual winner and loser because like they're actually facing each other in battle, you know. Yeah. But, like we know that every other country watches this shit, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what are we doing? Like we're giving like the worst impression of America ever. Like, yeah. We're trying to hide slavery. We had our black president. Now we're going to have probably like a very white one. And and like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, this is terrible. We're taking a huge step backwards. Well, uh, yeah, just like Donald Trump is like, just looks like a real buffoon when he speaks. It's just really funny. Oh, God. Well, everybody, everybody's so damn white. Even like Bernie Sanders, the Democratic like candidate, is like the most Jewish white dude I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> what so we- Larry David. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I think the guy's hilarious, but I'm like, oh man, Germany is not gonna like us. I know that. <laughs> anyway, so what are we talking about? Um, yeah, uh, straight out of Compton. I thought it was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I did though. I, I, if I'm gonna give my uh, review of it, it was a fan fucking tastic. I have to say that because it's probably gonna make my top ten. We're going to have that coming up for you guys real soon here uh, before the Oscars. I'm glad we're getting all this out about the Oscars right now. Um, and But, yeah, this movie's awesome. I thought the performances by everybody was amazing. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, probably needs uh, an award of some kind, uh, hopefully coming from some smarter people than the Academy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's fan-fucking-tastic. So who, who's up next? Uh, uh, you know, Kyle, you want to go ahead and uh, give your thoughts? Yeah, you know, awards, they're just for, like, posers and losers, really. (laughs) It's all about what the public thinks and how you feel, and I think everyone involved in this movie should feel really proud. I think watching the movie as an audience, like, most people I've talked to loves it, and as they should. Like, it's just, like, a great story with, like, a, a lot of, like, great, like, sex in it, and, like, you know, just like <laughs> starting from the bottom, now we're here type of shit. You know, that's oh my God. great shit. That's so, beautiful, Kyle. So I, I, I mean, I say fan fucking tastic. Really, it's just like I, I think everyone at one point in their, in their life wants to be black, and you can do so by watching Trailer Well, well said, Kyle. <laughs> All right, Scott. No pressure. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is one of those movies that you hear a lot about, and especially because like the controversy surrounding the Oscars and this being one of the better movies uh, out there. Um, kind of going into it, it's like, okay, is this going to live up to the hype, or is this kind of just you know uh, noise? But um, 
this this one this movie kind of blew me away to be honest like this was like i i didn't have like super high expectations for no you know no particular reason it's just kind of i thought that maybe people had hyped it up but the acting was incredible and like all four of those guys um were pretty great um I think uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. did an awesome job playing Ice Cube. Um, yeah, this is is just like baffling that there wasn't any sort of nomination um, for you know actors or screenplay, let alone the movie itself, uh, Best Picture. But um, I, I think just Compton, just the name, it just like scares people. They're like, I'm yeah, not voting, yeah, I'm not voting for Compton. What the no? I don't well, even like. I lock my doors when I ride through there. <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I totally agree with you because, like, if you were to name this something like, <coughs> I, I don't know, like, just trying to be really philosophical or something about it, or uh, something, the, something in, not so way, in your, maybe. yeah, and something not so like in your face, I guess, then. Like oh this is this is one of those rap stories, but it's just so much more than that. It's you know a lot of a lot of depth to this, and um, yeah, it's a fan fucking tastic for me. And it's wow. one it's one of my one of my favorite movies of the year. Wow, um, it's a clean yeah. sweep. Clean sweep. Um, clean sweep. Now, <laughs> now, now, with that said, even though um, it's bullshit that this movie got the shaft they did. Um, Kendrick Lamar has 13 Grammy nominations, and the Grammys are on uh, are on uh, Monday. So I will be watching that very closely to see uh, to see how uh, how that goes. So um, there's at least that. So Kendrick, I'm pulling for you, sir. Um, damn it, you need to win a lot of, of Grammys because you fucking deserve it. But uh, guys, uh, and pardon me, it was 11 nominations. Pardon me. Um, so, guys, have you seen Straight Outta Compton? If you haven't, do yourself a favor and see this. Um, I got the unrated cut. It's almost three hours, but it is definitely worth it. Yeah, was oh, that, wow. that was the director's cut, wasn't that it? That was the director's cut, yeah, that I bought. Yeah, so it, to- totally worth it, though. But, guys, um, thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you thought of Straight Outta Compton in the comments below. Or you can feel free to follow us here on SoundCloud at the Real Pineapple 775 You can like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. Follow me on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. Follow Mr. Scott Nearman on Twitter at... Nearman the First. You can follow Kyle, our lovely guest, Kyle Peterson on Twitter at... KLP443. (laughs) (laughs) And you can follow Mr. Colin on Twitter also at... Uh, The Real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much. We'll have a review coming up this week for Blunt Talk Season 1. And I will bite a major bullet and probably go see how to be single god damn it and we'll have some other reviews for you guys coming up this weekend thank you so much guys for listening you guys have a good night bye